What we've got here is failure to communicate. The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. Tough, unique, bad, bold, and sassy. 60% of the time, it works every time. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Take the pain. Take the pain! Have you ever seen a grown man naked? Gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the war room. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! Today, Junior? It's too late to turn back now. It's the Brian Hank Show. Indeed it is. Hello, live and on tape from beautiful Whitehall Drive here in lovely, and it's gotten a little bit lovelier since uh, Michael Martin walked in a few minutes ago, Kinston, North Carolina. Did you like my little aside there? Oh, you know what? I forgot. You're on mic three today. Try that again. Love it. Ah, there we go. There we go. Uh, Paul did the game Friday night, as you know, I was out of town. So he graciously, he came back in and he set everything up for me, but Instead of mic two, which you usually are, you're now mic three. So, well, I mean, Molly is on mic two over here. Okay, the third, the third, <laughs> the third mic is uh, better than I deserve. No, man. Hey, uh, this it, today is Hump Day, Wednesday, October the 18th, in the year of our Lord 2023. This is episode 950 of the Brian Hanks Show, presented by Lenore Community College. My co-hosts, John Dawson and Jonathan Massey. They'll be joining me for a lot of the second hour today. Uh, we're going to be, I'm going to have them in here in the second hour. We're going to talk uh, about uh, where, uh, what Jonathan and I did over the weekend. I'm sure Mike and I are going to do a little bit of that oh, too here man. in this first hour too. And then we'll play the birthday game after that. So uh, listen, we've got another great show for you today. If I sound a little bit tired, it's because I've been sleeping in every morning, dude, until this morning, man. Although I got to tell you, it wasn't that in all genuineness genuinity sincerity sincerity thank you yes you're welcome <laughs> dude words are not my friend this morning it wasn't that hard to get up this morning dude i mean i got up at 5 30 and you know because i'd done a lot of prep last night and i was like mike's coming in and it's going to be a fun morning so there you it, there's something to be said for and you can appreciate this you know there's something to be said for doing something that gets you out of bed that early and you still are excited about doing it you know? uh, there, there's no doubt about that and you know, that's, um, I've, I'm very fortunate. I tell people all the time, it's like, there's never been a day that I get up and I'm like, man, I do not want to go to work today. Yeah. You know, well, I've had those, bo- but yeah, I, I mean, admit, we all I've have those before we all have, <laughs> but you know, but you know, to go do something you love to do, yeah. it, it changes, uh, it, it definitely changes how you approach the day. And, um, so, and, while you're gone, Linda did some rearranging in uh, here. How about uh, that? Dude, I hadn't even looked over there. Can you still do crafts, or she put all the crafts well, up? All the craft stuff is hidden. I'm a little disappointed, but <laughs> hopefully next week they'll be back out, and I can you know, make a doily or whatever. Bracelets. Bracelets. I, uh, yeah, yeah. I remember those bracelets you made a couple of weeks Brace. ago. That uh, You know, she's now selling them uh, and making like 50 bucks a piece off of them. That's dude. awesome. I mean, you know. <laughs> Anyway, that is Mike Martin. He's Kinston's Renaissance man. He is uh, joining me as he does every Wednesday here in our plush, well-lit, well-protected studio. Thank you, Downey's Protection Systems. Here on Whitehall Drive, he'll be with me here this whole first hour. We've got a lot of stuff to talk about, and uh, that'll be our first hour. And our second hour, uh, or I mean very early in our second hour, Shelly Barnes 
the volleyball coach and athletics director over at Lenore Community College will be joining us as they've got a big night going on over there tonight, Mike. They've got a pink night. It's a big deal. They always do a fantastic job over there of, uh, of uh, I was about to say, I, I say, you know what it is. It's a celebration of people of uh, people who have beat cancer and specifically breast cancer uh, over there, especially since it's uh, women's uh, volleyball. Uh, you know, and Linda's one of those who have, uh, who have beat awesome. breast cancer. So that's we're awesome. looking forward to being over there tonight, but man, talk about a crazy busy day today. Uh, we've got that at six o'clock tonight. Uh, Kenston teens is holding a, uh, a community. Let me get this up here. Uh, da, 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 an East Kenston block party. That's from five to 7 PM tonight. I'm going to be out there for a little bit. Uh, evidently I'm just saying I'm reading straight from crystal Suggs uh, Facebook post. There's a job fair over at the Kenson community center today. There's a job fair at the main post office on Caswell street today. And this is all today. And then the block party over at the Kenson teens neighborhood hub. That is from uh, five to seven, like I said, and it's at eight eighteen tower Hill road in Kenston here in Kenston. Have you been over there before? Uh, I don't think so. I don't think so. It is amazing. That's one of those properties that uh, Kenson Teens bought. And in the interest of full disclosure, so I'm not just, you know, sitting here uh, pounding the drum. I'm a board member uh, for Kenson Teens. That's so, awesome. Uh, and, but I, I, I just, you know, I don't want people to think this is 100% organic. I mean, I am. I'm on their board. And just the job that uh, Chris and Crystal and uh, the volunteers over at Kenson Teens have done with that neighborhood hub. I mean, they provide food to uh, folks over there in East Kenston. They... Uh, give kids a place to go instead of doing stuff that doing bad stuff that kids could do over there. And that was, they've done a really good job over there with that. But again, a uh, block party, there's going to be music, games, food trucks, and more, all kinds of stuff. And, uh, it's going to be, it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. Maybe I'll try to swing by. Please do dude. Please do. Uh, we'll be out there probably. I'm not going to sit out there a super long time because, like I said, we want to be over uh, LCC for uh, Pink Night. Uh, but uh, so we'll be wearing when you see uh, Linda and I over there. We'll be wearing pink tonight. Okay, anyway, awesome. I've got a sweet pink uh, Down East Wood Ducks. They had a Down East Wood Ducks giveaway yeah, jersey. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think I may wear that tonight. There you dude. go. There you go. Dig deep in the closet. <laughs> there you go. Absolutely. So a ton of stuff going on today. Uh, right here in our, excuse me, in our own backyard. Um, man, have you been watching the MLB playoffs? I have a little bit. I have a little bit. I have um, my uh, my my good childhood friend uh, Nick Klein is a big Phillies fan. Big Philly. Oh, he's got to be a giddy, sports man. fan. He is. He is. Um, and uh, and I'm giddy for him. And and yeah, Joe <laughs> Joe and Angie Hargett were at the game. Um, the last couple of nights, I think. And, uh, so it was cool to see them, um, you know, celebrating and yeah, I, I think the world of, of Joe and Angie and the, the folks at Kings, uh, out there on highway 70 and, um, Vernon Avenue here in Kinston. Yeah. So, you know, it, it's, it, it was exciting to see, uh, them celebrating last night and, um, and things are looking pretty positive for uh, for their fighting fills, dude. Pretty positive is about is about the the gentlest way you could have said it, dude. What? Ten to nothing Ten win to last nothing. night, 
And uh, fifteen to three in the first two games is uh, that, that's a pretty uh, pretty stout. But um, yeah, and, and hey, um, the parent parent ball club of our Down East Wood Ducks uh, have been you know were incredibly successful in the first two games of their series, uh, beating. Um, I, I'm not a fan of the Houston Astros in any way, shape, or form, <laughs> including the Fayetteville Woodpeckers. And uh, so, you know, it was it was awesome to see them, uh, you know, our our uh, our Texas Rangers uh, take down uh, take down the Astros in the first two games. And um, I, I've mentioned it before on the show, but um, Michaela's good friend Stacy Montgomery, her uh, her brother-in-law is Jordan Montgomery, who started Game One and and pitched incredibly well for uh, for the Rangers. So, um, you know, a, a little a little tie for us uh, with them. As, in addition to you, you have know. a lot of ties, dude. I remember a couple of years ago. And I mean that in a very positive way, dude. I remember the St. Louis Cardinals manager uh, whose name escapes me. Mike Schilt. Yeah. Mike Schilt. You hooked me up with him. We had yep. him here on yep. the show. Yep. What is he up to now? He is, uh, at my understanding, it, it, I think he's still with the San Diego Padres. He was a uh, developmental coach. And um, when Matt Williams, uh, Matt Williams had some health issues, he coached third base for him as well. Um, but yeah, he's he was he's with a St. Louis, I mean San Diego Padres organization. Well, I know he had gone into MLB. I mean, he was doing something for yeah, big yeah, MLB there yeah, for a minute, and yeah. I, I knew he had gone to a team, but I couldn't remember which one. Padres. He should probably be. Uh, he might be one of those names that are mentioned in the off season when new jobs oh, open gosh. up. Right? If he's not, I mean that that's yeah. pretty remarkable. I mean, you go from uh, being. Yeah, in National League manager the, the year, yep. one year, in taking your team, you know, deep in the playoffs, and then you lose your job the next year, and that was, it was really yeah, weird too that well, how that happened. That and, and look, I mean, full disclosure, yeah, you know, my understanding is they called him in, and you know, he thought that he was going in to negotiate and sign a new deal, and yeah, you know, lo and behold, you know, you're actually no longer employed and from an organization like the St. Louis Cardinals and and again full disclosure I detest the St. Louis Cardinals um because of this or no oh, okay. no I'm a Cubs fan so I mean that, you ding, know ding 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 yeah right so but it, the thing about the Cardinals and I, I've always said this about the teams that I'm a fan of so in the NFL I'm a fan of the Dolphins I grew up a Dolphins fan, the Fighting Dan Marinos. And, you know, and so if you're, you're a Dolphins fan and your nemesis is the New England Patriots. And while I think, you know, they have pushed uh, the boundaries of, um, you know, between uh, they, they've gone Ethics. right to the edge of yeah. cheating. Yeah. Um, and maybe oh, some would say they've gone maybe, over the and edge. maybe slipped over a time put, or two. Yeah, they've, they've yeah. put their big toe over the yeah, line. Yeah, yeah. Um, but again, a team in many ways that always did things the right way. Um, I grew up a fan of the North Carolina Tar Heels, and yeah, you had the Duke Blue Devils, who, you know, like it or not, they Mike Shishetsky was as good a coach as has ever existed in any sport and you know and and then um you know the chicago cubs and yeah the one thing that you can say about the st louis cardinals is 
up until that, you know, you really can't debate their um, the quality of the franchise, mm-hmm. and and so it, it makes it, it, it you're rooting against them for the right reasons. You know, you're rooting against them because they're just better. And, yeah. and, and, you know, and, and your team, you know, hasn't reached that point yet in all three of those cases. I mean, the only other thing could be if I was an Auburn Tigers fan and, yeah, having well, let Nick me tell Saban. you something, dude. Try being a Virginia football fan, and I hate Virginia Tech, but they had that 17-year streak against us where there was nothing you could say. Nah. I mean, they beat us on the field 17 years in a row, and – as begrudgingly as you have to admit, you know, the, and Frank Beamer, Frank Beamer's a good guy, man. I mean, <laughs> Allegedly, I, man. Uh, I, I, anyway. You think there's uh... no, no? I think he's a good guy. It's just, but it's like you said, it's when you hate a team. Uh, hey, good morning, uh, Mr. Clemens. Uh, he he drops in and says, "So I decided to show up to work this morning." <laughs> We're going to talk a little bit about that. Mike and I are going to. He's going to help me recap a little bit of uh, the Vegas trip here in a minute. But good morning. Hey, good morning. I got. I haven't done this one for six days now. So good morning to Keith Spence, who's listening. Good morning, Pam Sheffield. Uh, the awesome Pam Sheffield, who listens every morning when she's going in, and Robin Godfrey, and uh, all our other regular listeners. Man, thank you guys so much for. Uh, tuning in this morning hey we know we always know we got a core of four and linda linda's listening too she's uh well but said, she's on she the payroll sound good. She, she's on the payroll do air quotes the the, pro, pay, the, the payroll the producer <laughs> yeah there you go um they had to dust the dust the dial off this morning to yeah. tune you back in but uh a well-earned getaway for you oh man. it was fun and we're gonna get to that in a second but i did want to finish this like you brought up the, the good thing about rivalries there yeah Spence says good morning too. Uh, he said Beamer ball. It was a it was a great thing. It 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 well, it, it had depends on your perspective. Okay, it hadn't quite made its way south with uh, the consistency that I think our good friend Jacques Passleg would like to see it. But um, you know, at his son um, is is down at uh, South Carolina and and has done some good things there, yeah. and and I think has them you know potentially moving in the right direction. I mean. It, it's um, but but it, it it's a good thing. Yeah, all in all, you like to have your rivals to do things the right way. Yeah, and and if that gives them success, then then that's you know then that's no. I'd rather whine about how they cheat and you know how they're bad people and unethical and all that. Hey, Leo Lockhart says good morning too. Oh. Uh, you know Leo? I do. I do. Uh, in fact, hey, uh, happy. James Wilson, good morning to you too, man. Everybody's there's uh, more out there than you back. thought. There you go. Leo Lockhart last night worked uh, at. In, you were talking about Chapel Hill. He worked the uh, UNC Chapel Hill JV game last night. Nice. Yeah. Nice, so how about nice. that? So uh, Leo, thanks for uh, checking in, man. Ever, hey Mike, I think they missed us, man. Hey, look, I mean, <laughs> I'm sure you, but I don't know about no, me. man. It's us, baby. It's us, baby. But. Uh, i uh, tell you what, before we uh, go crazy here, I've, let me jump in and thank For all these people who are listening, hey, thank you to Lenore Community College. For more than 65 years, LCC has helped men and women in our area tangibly improve their lives. LCC's mission is to meet the personal, cultural, and professional educational needs of its students through affordable, accessible, and innovative educational programs. LCC has its main campus right here in Kinston at 231 Highway 58 South, but it also has satellite campuses in Greene County and Jones County. Call LCC at 252-527-6223. 
Visit their website at lenorecc.edu or visit one of their beautiful campuses in Kinston, Snow Hill, or Trenton to find out how you can change your life today. And thank you again so much to Richie Honeycutt, to Dr. Rusty Hunt, all the folks over at LCC for being the title sponsor of the Brian Hank Show. We truly, truly do uh, appreciate uh, every single one of uh, of uh, of all our sponsors, our day one sponsors, LCC, UNC Lenore Healthcare, GoEco Office Automation, Spence Automotive, Woodman Life and Rendell Parrot Academy, and then all our other uh, great sponsors that uh, join us periodically through the year and are sponsoring us right now, Elite Land Management, Chris Hatcher, uh, King's Restaurant, Down East Protection Systems, the Kinston Police Department, Davis Wholesale Tire, Mills International, Rillo Discount Drugs, Lenore County Public Schools, Lenore Tire and Appliance, and the Down East Wood Ducks. And again, uh, can't do the show, can't do our Friday night football coverage without all them. And speaking of Friday night football coverage, let's. Uh, it's already Wednesday. I'm not going to go. I'm just going to give the scores from this past Friday night. That those games are five days old now, and everybody knows how they ended. But we've not talked about them here on the show. But just real quick, uh, just another bad night for Lenore County Public Schools as Kenton, North North, South North all lost. Hmm, uh, by a combined 157 to 24, uh, which has been kind of a theme this season. Thank God all those Duplin County games are over. Mike Martin, <laughs> I'm not joking. Uh, all and, and upward. Uh, indeed. Uh, in fact, I, I waited for it to be over. I, we were on our flight back from, uh, uh, from Vegas to St. Louis. Ironically, that was our connection point this week. And uh, I broke the old laptop out and did some number crunching. And if you want to see all of it, you can uh, go to uh, my uh, my Twitter page at BC Hanks, and I did a, a whole set of tweets on it. But I will say this: the the number one number that stood out to me was Lenore County versus Duplin County since the formation of uh, the East Central Two A, or since it was reformed in 2020. Lenore County teams, Kansas North, North, South, North are are you ready for this, Mike Martin? are 0-28 against Duplin County. That's East Duplin, James Keenan, and Wallace Rose Hill, 0-28. Uh, that includes Kinston's playoff loss to Wallace Rose Hill last year. And uh, we, we've beat this to the ground. You and I are not going to spend any time on it, but just there's got to – we've got to – that chasm continues to grow instead of – I thought it was going to – we were going to get closer to Duplin County. Instead, the opposite has happened. We're growing further apart, <laughs> and something's got to happen there. But, hey, like you said a couple of seconds ago, good news in, onward and upward. We're done unless one of our teams end up playing a Duplin County team in the state playoffs this year. We are done with Duplin County this year, so thank goodness for that. Let me tell you about uh, this week's uh, – or, or the scores from last week. Wallace Rose Hill beat Kenston 62-18. to That was the Davis Wholesale Tire Game of the Week. I want to thank uh, Paul Whittington sitting in for me uh, for that uh, he and uh, hall of fame coach jimmy smith and jason and keith spence they all and scott whittington scott whittington did sideline reports we're the legend grass you'll love this we're uh I'm, we're getting ready for the u2 show in uh vegas and so i was like let me see what's going on with the game and sure enough i was able to listen to some of it and scott was on the sideline so that you're another title i mean the son of kenston hall of fame bat boy the carolina league hall of fame bat boy everything else and now, sideline reporter. What else can that kid do? Dude, he's pulling a 3.5 in Greenville right now. Did you know that at ECU? 3.5 what? 3.5 GPA. Get out of here. Dude. Man. Equipment manager. <laughs> equipment manager. He spends he more time on camera than Mike Houston at <laughs> ECU games. That's true. But now, sideline reporter. And did a good job. 
at the Kinston Wallace Rose Hill game. But, uh, man, like I said, again, I want to thank uh, Paul for uh, sitting in for me there. Got to thank uh, Jason Bryant and uh, Paul Whittington for sitting in on the show on Friday. Uh, I was in the air at that point, but uh, and I haven't had a chance to listen to it. Did you get a chance to listen to it Friday I did morning? not. I did not. I need to get back and check that out. I do, too. I do, too. But uh, thank you to uh, Paul and Jason for uh, carrying the show on Friday. Uh, from everything I hear, it went great. I mean, uh, technology was their friend, and everything worked out. And uh, from what I understand, they did a great job. But thank you again, Paul and Jason, for that on Friday. And then again on the for the Davis Wholesale Tire Game of the Week on Friday night. Wallace Rose Hill, 62. Kenston, 18. Other scores from Friday night. North Lenore fell to James Keenan, 41-6. to Well, let me tell you about records real quick. Uh, well, I'll get to that here in a second. Uh, James Keenan, 41. North Lenore, 6. Uh, East Duplin and South Lenore played each other. Have, uh, East Duplin won 54 to nothing. That was the 31st straight time that East Duplin has beat South Lenore, dating back to 1986. Wow. Uh, yeah, the, well, the defending 2A state champs hey. in East Duplin. Yeah, I mean, they're they're pretty doggone good. Bethel fell to uh, Northeast Academy out of Alaska. They fell 38-8. to eight. Uh, Oh, man. To me, the game of the night, and I, I think anybody would agree with this, uh, happened over in Vanceboro as Green Central traveled to West Craven, and Green Central very nearly pulled off the upset. Uh, West Craven, who has just been rolling, uh, Green Central, who has really rebounded well here in the second half of season two, but 35-28, to 28, West Craven beats Green Central. They nearly pulled off the upset, but uh, in losing to West Craven, they are now 0-19 all-time against the Eagles. Uh, so a, a tough loss there, but... Man, a very, very good game. I uh, can't wait. And I messaged actually with uh, Jay Wilson a little bit this week about that. And he said they were just oh so close. Can't wait to talk to him on Friday on our Rillo Discount Drugs pregame show. And we'll get to that in a moment. Aiden Grifton lost their fifth straight game uh, when they took on uh, Southwest Edge. Come, they lost to them 49-20. to And uh, Jones Sr., poor Jones Sr., uh, they lose 40 to nothing to Northside Pinetown. That was their 13th straight loss overall dating back to last year. And uh, they were shut out for the sixth time this year. They fall to 0-8 overall, 0-2 in the conference and in the Coastal 1A. But uh, shut out six times in eight games they've played this year. Parrot Academy was off on uh, this past Friday. Okay, this week's game, our Davis Wholesale Tire Game of the Week. I want to thank Hall of Fame coach Jimmy Smith. He's been posting stuff up on Facebook all week. He's been looking back at, po- at past games. This is the 60th matchup. Between North and North and South and North this week, man, cannot wait for that. Uh, North and North comes into the game uh, one and seven overall. They're zero and four in the league. South and North is one and eight overall. They're zero and five in the league. But you know what, Mike Martin? Somebody's leaving with two wins. Somebody's with that, and on top of it too, <laughs> what is the old adage? And it's absolutely true. You throw out the records, man. Mm-hmm. When uh, North and North and South and North play, uh, North and North leads the overall series forty to nineteen. Uh, but South and North won last year's game, 25-20, to 20, and that's going to be a heck of a game. Uh, and, again, it's our Davis Wholesale Tire Game of the Week live from Deep Run. Myself, Hall of Fame coach Jimmy Smith. We'll have Paul Whittington on the sideline. We'll have uh, Jason Bryant there. We'll have Keith Spence up in the press box, keeping stats with us. We've got a team of dozens, okay? I'll tell you what. We'll see if amazing. we get – I doubt Scott Whittington can come since he'll be getting ready for the uh, ECU-Charlotte game, which is on Saturday. But, uh, man uh, – uh, it's going to be a good game. It's going to be a lot of fun. North, North, South, North. I think they're going to be doing some special things, whether it being the 60th matchup between the rivals. And, again, I sincerely want to thank uh, Hall of Fame coach Jimmy Smith for all the great things that he's been doing this week. We're going to have a special guest 
uh, on a Rillo Discount Drugs pregame show, uh, which will begin at 5 o'clock on uh, Friday uh, and just celebrate this rivalry, North, North, South, North. It's so old, it started even before I was born, Mike. Get out of here. Get out of here. <laughs> exactly, man. Uh, started in 1964. Like I said, uh, Friday morning show, we'll, we'll break down some of those numbers. Then the Real Discount Drugs pregame show, we'll talk a lot more about that. Another big rivalry game that will be taking place on uh, Friday night is Green Central at Farmville Central. They have played each other every year since 1961. So, uh, arguably, not arguably, it's one of the great rivalries in eastern North Carolina. Two teams. Uh, Green Central is 4-5 and five overall. They're 3-2 and two in the conference. Farmville Central is 6-2 overall. They're 2-2. Two and two in the Eastern Plains 2A, and it uh, should be a heck of a matchup. I really think so. And I'm going to go ahead and give a spoiler. I'm picking Green Central to win that game. I am. Uh, Jason Bryan asks, what is the overall record for North, North, South, and North? Uh, North, North leads that series 40-19. to 19. So they've played 59 previous times. So there you go, Jason. Uh, but Green Central, Farmville Central, that is Friday night. How about this? Uh, Parrot Academy has a huge game. They had last week off. They take on a 7-1 and one Wayne Christian Eagles team over at Hodges Field. The teams have only played each other four times in their history. That's from 2016 and 17. The past, the previous two years, the Patriots are 4-0 and overall against Wayne Christian, including last year's 58-14 to victory in Goldsboro. Uh, so, uh, but Wayne Christian 7-1 and this year. They have been the team to beat, uh, but... You know what? All Parrot Academy does is win. I know you, you, you're you kind of proud of the Patriots. Too, I, a little bit I am. Too. I am. Good uh, folks over there. Absolutely good folks over there. But, uh, again, that'll be uh, Friday night. Uh, other games that are taking place, Bethel Christian Academy will be at Pungo Christian. I just like saying Pungo, man. Right. I believe that's in Bellhaven. I think Pungo uh, Christian is. That you're just going to take my word for the world. No, no, I know Pungo. Oh, dude, no, that's Pungo. right. Yeah. You're a down east guy. You're a true down east guy. Yeah, so. that's, that's north Okay. Much. You can tell I've never been to Pungo or Bellhaven, so I think I've driven through Bellhaven before. Oh, yeah. It's beautiful this time of year. <laughs> beautiful at any time of the year, right? <laughs> Correct. I love it. Uh, but Bethel at Pungo. Bethel is 0-4. Pungo is 4-3. and Now, that game is at 3-30. I guess they don't have lights out at Pungo, so uh, that game will be at 3-30, so it'll be ending about the time that uh, we're starting our game, or hopefully hopefully for the Bethel folks, it'll be over uh, before 7 o'clock. So there you go. And then the uh, da, 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 da. Jones Seniors, 0-8 overall. They're 0-2, and they travel to Pamlico County, who is 2-6 and 2-1. And, and, and then uh, we got two teams that are off this week. Kinston is off, and Aiden Grifton is off. Kinston is 3-6 and six overall, 1-4 in uh, league play, and Aiden Grifton is 3-6 and six overall, and they're 0-5 in their league, too. So uh, both those teams are off this Friday night. I mentioned a little bit earlier, LCC Volleyball, uh, they are 10-9 and nine overall. They dropped a really tough match over the weekend, but they play at home tonight at 6 o'clock for Breast Cancer Awareness Pink Night. It's also sophomore night at the Sportatorium. By the way, is there a better name than the Sportatorium? The Sportatorium. That sounds awesome. I love it. That's an old Bob- Bobby Dawson named it that. The late Bobby Dawson named uh, the Sportatorium. That's hard that- to beat. Yeah, dude, it's a made-up word. He would even say it's a made-up word. He made it up, but I love it, man. Uh, But that'll be tonight. Please go out there for that tonight. That is at uh, 6 o'clock. Support everything that I believe a portion of their proceeds go to to fight breast cancer. Just all kinds of great stuff. They'll have on their pink uniforms. It'll be a a lot of fun out there tonight. Uh, Bradfest, don't forget, this Saturday from uh, 2 to 9 p.m. at Pearson Park, 
the bands include the Wicked Shimmies, Dewdrops, 8-Track, uh, the Mac and Juice Quartet. There'll be an after party at Stanley Saloon with the Mad Fiddler. And uh, cannot wait. The Brian Hanks Show is a premier sponsor of that. But did you hear them when I was, it was one of the last shows I did last week? I did, yeah. yeah. 75 sponsors it's Mike. insane and I, I look and i'm i'm proud to say that massey toyetta is among the sponsors as well uh and um you know what what an exciting event um bringing music 75 sponsors yeah bringing music <laughs> back to uh pearson park downtown in kinston is it's a really great thing i think it's um it's a great thing for for our community and there's not a better cause uh, than than to celebrate the life of uh, of Brad Elmore and uh, and a man who, you know, Brad Brad loved so many things, but man, he loved Kinston fiercely, and uh, it's going to be a great time to celebrate and uh, and have a good time and uh, hear some great music. Man, I can't wait! It's going to be awesome. We're going to be. I can tell you, you're going to see Linda and I out there. We'll have our chairs set up. Uh, at 145, and uh, we're going to be out there all day. Uh, but that's going to be a lot of fun. Before I get there, though, uh, we're going to have a, another guest on tomorrow, too. Uh, hey, uh, listen, I need to mention this, too. Jason just brought it up, too. Uh, WRNS is a sponsor of uh, Bradfest, also. That's awesome. So, like I said, 75 sponsors. It's just, I can't even, I can't, I mean, Jason does such a good job of spelling, uh, selling sponsorships for us, and we're right around 20, I guess. But 75? Good girl. I mean, that to me, and Mike, you would know better, because i got to admit, and I've, I've said it often, I didn't know Brad that well. You know how I always like to talk about Venn diagrams. Our Venn diagrams just didn't really overlap a whole lot. I knew of him. He knew of me. If I saw him, he'd say hello. Loved going to Sugar Hill and getting pizza. Loved going to uh, Captain's Corner and getting the best hot dogs in all of Kinston. But I, I'm not going to act like we were best friends. We, you know, I just we knew each other and all that. And uh, But I think this speaks to Brad. And... I can't imagine. It's got to be easy, and I, I bet Jason would love to have this, where you call somebody and say, hey, this is Bradfest. We'd love for you to be a sponsor, and you have 75 people say yes, you know? Well, you know, and and you you said it perfectly there that, you know, it, that you guys, you know, knew each other but weren't close, but Brad had a way of making everyone feel incredibly important. Yeah. And, um, you know, and I think that – uh that people saw the passion that he has in Kinston. And I think that, um, I think there are a lot of people that want to see, uh, live music yep. return to downtown and, um, you know, and, and no, no point in getting into that debate, but you know, this, oh, was, cause this is a positive thing. This, this Saturday. was a great yeah. thing. And, and, you know, and maybe it'll, um, maybe it'll light a fire under some other folks and, and spark some, uh, some, some more opportunities because you know Kinston the the community of Kinston loves music um you know it you you know Jason talking about WRNS being a sponsor I mean WRNS as a kid in eastern North Carolina I mean you talk about the long arm reaching all I call them the blowtorch Fire. WRNS is the blow is the blowtorch, man. I mean, you can hear it in Raleigh. Yeah, you can hear ninety five point one WRNS from Raleigh, Raleigh to the Outer Banks. I mean, yeah, yeah. you can hear them in Atlantic, and and so um, that that's a testament to the love of music in this community, and um, 
Yeah, and I think this is the beginning of something incredibly special. Whether it, it's it's going to be an, an incredibly special weekend, and and I look forward to seeing you out there and and everyone else. And you know, bring your chairs. But I don't. I mean, I think you're going to be up. You know, are you shaking, a dancer though, dude? Shaking what you got, <laughs> shaking what the good Lord gave you. What the good Lord gave you. There you go. I I got to tell you, I'm not much of a dancer, but uh, I I I want to. Maybe I could get Linda out there on the on the concrete at Pearson Park and. Uh, Shake our booties a little bit. You there know? you go. I don't see why not. I don't see why not. Well, there you go. And uh, Jason, he's absolutely right. He hits me with something else here about that. Don't forget uh, that it begins with the mother. Now, are you going to be participating in the Mother Earth Ironclad uh, half marathon there? I, I will be. Uh, I will be at Massey Toyota <laughs> at that point. <laughs> there and, you go. Um, well, and then there's a 5K uh, there. So the Mother the Earth half Ironclad half yep. marathon and the 5K Saturday morning. So, there you go. Uh, that is uh, – so, Kenston is just going to be so busy. I will be – if you decide that, you know, hey, you don't want to be in Kenston early in the morning, now you need to be out there for Bradfest. But I will be in Pollocksville. Uh, I'm emceeing the Apollo uh, Palooza. <laughs> Pollocksville, Palooza. Pongo, Palooza. Uh, All the fun uh, words. I'm telling you, man. Uh, very honored that, to be asked to uh, MC that over in Jones County. That'll be from uh, 9 a.m. to 2. So here's how I'm doing it. It's taking place from 9 to 2. I'll be out there from then. Then I'll be uh, – I think I'm leaving at 1, though, so I can be back here because uh, I'm doing some stuff. I'm helping out with the uh, thing over at Bradfest, too. Well, you need you got to rest the pipes for an hour on the way out. Well, I'll be about. doing that while I'm driving uh, back from Pollocksville to uh, Kenston. But, uh, but listen, there is, there are going to be food trucks. There's going to be so much fun out in Pollocksville. So our Jones County listeners, uh, please go out, or if you would like to, uh, go out to uh, Pollocksville for uh, Pollapalooza. Is that not awesome? And we I will have uh, here on, we're going to be prom- promoting that here on the show tomorrow too, Nancy Barbie, who is uh, involved with the Pollocksville uh, Rotary. She'll be a guest here in our first hour tomorrow to talk about that. And then Allie Warnock. Stacy Heath will be joining us in the second hour tomorrow to talk about Bradfest. So that's awesome. It's gonna be it's gonna be Richard Clark will be joining us in our first hour. So it's gonna we're, we're jam packed through the rest of the week. Uh, but again, uh, Bradfest this Saturday at, right here in downtown Kenston. So go and check that out too. Uh, and then on top of all that, ECU has a homecoming. Uh, homecoming football game is at two o'clock on Saturday as they take on. My alma mater, Charlotte, uh, at two. One of those games we were talking about, North North South North earlier, both one-win teams, same deal with ECU and Charlotte. Somebody's got to win, Mike Martin. Somebody's going away with two. <laughs> and I have two tickets to that. Uh, uh, so uh, Because Paul was going to go, and I was going to give him my tickets. So I've got two tickets and a parking pass that if you're listening right now and you want those, hit me up. If you got the digits, hit me up. i got to figure out a way that I've got to get that out to, to, uh, to folks. Wait a minute. Uh, goodness gracious. Lee Avery checks in from uh, Parrot Academy uh, Volleyball. Said uh, the prep volleyball playoffs are beginning this week. They play tomorrow. Parrot Academy does in the second round against Kerry Christian. They nice. had a first round bye, so congratulations. See, he's one of those uh, 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 green phone people. What do Ooh, you call it? I don't trust them. <laughs> yeah, I don't They're not to be trusted. 
Well, see, this is what I try to tell people. Get an iPhone so when I'm in the middle of the show, it pops up on my screen here on my on my fine Apple MacBook, and that way hey, I can yeah. see it. So if you send me something, and John Dawson, he's a Google guy or whatever uh. you call it, Android guy. So I don't see his text until after the show, too, but I just did look down at my phone, like I said, and saw one from uh, Lee Avery. So, uh, man, just so much stuff going on in, uh, in, in the KNC. Like I did that, I was trying to do a do. little Snoop Doggy Dog do. there. Uh, it it do. didn't come across very well. Well, day. you know, I mean, <laughs> anyway, listen, uh, in our second hour, like I said, we're going to have uh, John and Jonathan in here, and we're going to talk about, uh, Jonathan and I are really going to talk a lot about Vegas and uh, all the stuff that we did, but I did want to just hit a couple of things on that with you here, Mike, and you were telling me, now this was crazy this past weekend, Okay. They're getting ready for the F1 race, which is a big deal, dude. And if yeah, because that's the streets of uh, Vegas. Exactly, dude. And they, What could not... possibly go wrong? <laughs> dude, let me tell you. Here's what kind of got me, though. And I can't imagine, like, you know, the, the people that uh, – Waldorf Astoria or the Bellagio or uh, the Venetian, the Palazzo and all that. They cannot be happy because they've built these – they're right – or not built. They are building all these, like – temporary stands all along uh, the strip and dude it you know the thing that i like about the strip and i'm sure you do too mike is that you know you get to see you know the the water fountain never been to beautiful... vegas you've never been to vegas no honey i made it did you just call me honey hell yeah <laughs> <laughs> there you go i like but <coughs> but this, I, i'm a little uh I, I'm, I, I'm blushing now okay yeah but uh, i'm a little flustered yeah no, but the thing that you like about Vegas, and I'm saying just everybody, is you like to go down the strip and look at you know at all the the beautiful hotels and the fountains and everything you know the the castles and all that kind of stuff. And you, if you're walking down the street right now, heck, if you're driving down the strip, you can't even see it because of all the construction mm. and everything they're doing. I can't imagine that the folks in Vegas are happy about that. I'm talking about, you know, the, the I, people who own the casinos and all that. And imagine if, you know, uh, your first trip to Vegas and, you know, this, I mean, it reminds me, uh, you know, when uh, we took Lily Grace to uh, to D.C. Mm-hmm. And it was um, when uh, it was the July, it, we went from July 4th and it was when, uh President Trump was having the uh, the rally at the um, at the Lincoln Memorial, mm-hmm. and you know she, gosh, this she was probably seven or eight years old, and yeah, you know, she the Lincoln Memorial was the thing that she wanted to see more than anything else, and we we walked through um, on July fifth. And, you know, there's all these barriers and, you know, staging going up. And, and to their credit, um, you know, that was July 3rd and uh, July 5th. Everything was, you know, they were working tirelessly to, to take it all down. And, um, you know, but Michaela just chimed in and says it looks like trash right now uh, in Vegas. She's, she, she's a regular visitor of Vegas. Uh, and she says that the fountain is off at the yeah. Bellagio right now. Yeah. Well, there's um, no need to even have it. She's a, that's a good point she made. There is there's no even need to have it. You can't see it <laughs> unless you're staying at the Bellagio. But 
Dude, I'm telling you, it was, uh, and I, we had fun. I don't even get it twisted. We're going to talk a little bit about the, the sphere here in a second. But uh, it was just a little, it was Jonathan's first trip. You were talking about it being yeah. your first trip. It was Jonathan's first trip to Vegas. So he didn't really get the, the true Vegas the experience. experience because yeah. part of the experience is driving up and down or walking. Although I got to tell you, dude, I walked more. You got your three. steps in? Dude, I got your steps in. I got my, I got Linda's steps in. I got Molly's steps in, man. It was crazy. It, we, uh, that's the thing I guess I forgot. I think I told you this. The last time I'd been to Vegas was two weeks after nine 11. Oh, wow. <laughs> you know, when they were letting people fly again and all that. And we had booked this trip, you know, obviously, you know, way before nine 11 happened. And it was so surreal then because there was nobody there. I mean, you you know how you, well, you've seen pictures, I'm sure, but you know, yeah. you go through casinos and there's hardly a machine open in all these casinos. Right. There was no one on the casino or on machines then. There was nobody on the streets the last time I went. Now you go this time and everything is just like Michaela said. I mean, it, it's terrible, dude. I mean, it's, yeah. Uh, they've got all these stands. And again, we walk the streets and you can't even see the hotels from the streets. You, and I can't imagine the same way if you're driving. And I, and, and I know that, um, that the, the city of Las Vegas is probably, you know, getting a, a substantial, uh, paycheck from hosting this event. But, um, you also, um, have to wonder, um, if, the net positive that if it's a net positive that, you know, with the, um, you know, the potential loss of revenue from, you know, from having all those things in place, you know, if, if that, um, Michaela wants to know if you went to the Fremont. No, we didn't. Nope. Gotcha. She's going to the sphere in January. So. Is she? Yeah. Well, you know, uh, Lyndon, well, let, let's talk about the sphere a little bit. That's where you two played. It's a $2.2 billion facility. That, that was with a B as in boy. Yeah. $2.2 <laughs> And it was, it was amazing. Like I said, Jonathan and I, and John will talk about it in the second hour, but I just with you and I right now, dude, I'm telling you, it was as amazing an experience I'm sure John the, Dawson is, is going to be excited to talk about it. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm sure. But uh, what was – I was trying to think of comparisons, and I don't really – there's nothing I can compare it to. It, other than two other times in my life, one was in 1991 when I saw the Zoo TV tour for the first time. I don't know if you remember that when you 2 did the Zoo TV tour. It was uh, their outside broadcast is what they called it, and they had – at the time, it was just mind-blowing, about 250 different screens. Uh, I mean, f as small as a regular TV screen to as wide as probably a 30-foot, 35-foot screen. Wow. And they would just flash words and all this other stuff at you, and it was just uh, – the music was awesome, but it was hard just keeping up with everything because it was – and I, you're just overwhelmed. I was going to say, it's probably yeah. disorienting. It kind of was a little bit. Well, that was in 1991. Then in, uh, I believe it was 2010, I went to, uh, in fact, it was 2010, I went to uh, the Dallas Cowboys uh, Stadium for the first time, saw uh, the Washington team take on uh, the Dallas Cowboys, and our seats were 12, 12, 12 rows from the field, but they had that big, what, 80-yard yeah. uh, yeah. screen. I joke you not, Michael. We sat there 12 yards from the field. I mean, and the action is taking place in front of us. We're about the 10-yard line. We didn't have 
you know, 50-yard line seats like Danny Rice does, you know, right. at uh, ECU games. Sure. But we were 12 rows from the field, about the 10-yard line. And I swear, dude, I spent the whole time looking with, at the screen with my head tilted up, just <laughs> watching the screen the whole time because it was just it just blew my mind. It was so sponsored by Sylvia Chiropractors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go, there you go, and it was just amazing. So now I'll fast forward to uh, this past weekend at the Sphere, and I, I don't even know how to describe it, dude. You sit down at first. We got in there early because I they had a, a DJ in there, and I kind of just wanted to see everything and. Uh, you sit down and it looks like there's just like these metal panels, uh, to the wall of the sphere. It wasn't, that was just a, an optical illusion before they started everything. And uh, like there was a bird flying, you know, you thought there a bird had somehow got in there. It wasn't a real bird. It was part of what was, you know, the images that were, were being the real, shown. were the real you and Jonathan there. I'm not sure, <laughs> dude. Suspended reality. So the show starts, or, you know, the lights go down, and then you see the panels start to fall off. And you're like, what in the heck is going on here, man? And I don't want to ruin it for people who are going, but I I don't know that many people that are going to go and see you too there. But it was just amazing, man. I mean, they used every haptic that they had there. Uh, And what I mean by that is, uh, like, there was a wind, a gentle breeze blowing at times. They would do like they were playing in the desert, and then like this warm breeze would come through. You know, I mean, then you're out in the ocean, and you could you could almost taste the salt. So all the senses, like it really does. That's amazing. I, I mean, I'm very interested to hear. Yeah, you know, I I don't know what Michaela's going to see in January. Um, I'm sure nothing that you or I would be interested in, but um, <laughs> um, but I'll be very interested to hear her. Um, her experience there and uh and 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 that that that's awesome that's awesome. Well, something you must have said something and started a song called only scan by joanna newsom did we say anything i um, let's see if you say the word siri see i better cut it off uh, you say and then it just say it'll it'll she'll just uh start playing music it's remarkable technology is a remarkable thing it does amazing things in vegas in the well-lit studios on whitehall <laughs> drive maybe not so much sometimes but well the crazy thing also about this weekend was that uh, it was like really vegas was the sports center of the world you had they heard uh, you were going to be there i guess so man uh they had the nascar race was there this past week and we'll talk to paul about that on uh friday's show they had uh the raiders were in town they uh, took on the New England Patriots, so there were a lot of Patriots fans, a lot of obviously a lot of Raiders fans that were in town. Uh, uh, there was a PBR event, a professional bull riding. That was their stop. Was in Vegas, I and then you and I, Pabst Blue Ribbon, yeah, absolutely <laughs> not. I know I do that too, but and then you were telling me, yeah, the you're a golf expert, and you said there was a PGA. The PGA event Tour there. was there. Uh, yeah, it was. Um, um, the Shriners Children's Hospital open, which is kind of ironic to me because I don't, when I think of Shriners Children's Hospital, uh, Vegas is not no. the first thing. I think of Memphis. I think Memphis. it's where it's located right. is in Memphis. It yeah. is. And, and I think that that tournament had been in Memphis previously, but Tom Kim won. But, uh, yeah, the the hero of, uh, of many of European Ryder Cups, uh, uh, Ludwig Aberg was a participant there. So my man competes in the Ryder Cup 
flies directly from uh, from Italy over to uh, gosh, where were they the week before? Um, but but flies straight from Italy to uh, to the next event, which was um, Sanderson Farms in Jackson, Mississippi. Wow. Now, I mean, I'm not confident there's a direct flight from Rome to uh, Jackson, Mississippi. You know what? But I am confident enough to say, Mike Martin, there is not a uh, Rome to Jackson, Mississippi one-way flight. Okay, But I'm also going to go out on a limb and say that he probably isn't flying commercial. commercial. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Um, but, uh, but, you know, but he finished second at, at the Sanderson and, and top 15 in Vegas – this kid's a stud. I mean, he, how old is he? Uh, twenty two or twenty three. Wow. Texas Tech graduate, um, and uh, you know, I think you know he may be the next phenom um, for professional golf. You know, I mean, I, I, what's his name again? Ludwig Aberg. I think it's actually uh, Oberg is the proper pronunciation, but no one's ever accused me of having perfect diction but um it's uh he he's his set of skills if he can um if he can you know get get the mental and emotional part of it and and put all those together i mean we may be looking at um you know the next you know you don't want to say tiger but you know he's got that set of skills um Certainly, you know, comparable to, to you know, Rory McIlroy type who everyone thought was going to be the – and he really – I mean, he probably has in some regards, um, you know, been followed up and been the face of professional golf. But I think I think this young man might be uh, the pride of the, the pride of Sweden, I think. Uh, uh, that, you you know, just answered my uh, question. I was getting ready to ask uh, where he was from. Yeah, let me uh, – well, anyway, so there you go. That was uh, the PGA side of it. And that's what was crazy. When we were checking into our hotel, just, you know, we're thinking, oh, this is going to be all U2 fans that are here. No, I mean, you have a bunch of people when I found out when the Raiders are in town. The Raiders are one of those national-type teams. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yeah, that, yeah. well I not, guess I didn't really realize that much, though. And not the Vegas Raiders, but, oh, no, you no, know, no, no, in, no. in their entirety, you know, between the times, you know, Los Angeles and Oakland and wherever else uh, <laughs> that they play. could find for them to play. I mean, uh, well, think about it. So you got the Raiders, you got the Packers, obviously. I mean, that's a national team. The Patriots really became a national team over the previous 20 years. Maybe they weren't, well, they definitely weren't before that, but heck you win six Super Bowls in a 18 or 19 year period and play for a couple others or three others. You're going to become that. Who else would be the I Dallas Cowboys? Oh, good God. See, I try to forget those. Yeah, so uh, there right. you go. Yeah, but you're I mean, right. You're right. I in fact, like, I had this conversation yesterday. You know, in in professional sports, you know, no matter the quality of product they're putting putting on on the field or on the court, but you know, your your major sports networks are going to lead with the Cowboys. They're going to lead with the Lakers. They're going to lead with the Yankees. I mean, those are, you know, sort of. You just named three franchises I absolutely hate, too. So, I mean, you know, you might. Uh, I, I'm not sure that you're going to be able to sway uh, sway national. Uh, oh, I know. 
But, but who are those others? So anyway, where I was going with that though was that you know the Raiders are in town, and that brings in a ton of people uh, because again the Raiders are you know a national, and then playing the Patriots, you wouldn't believe how many Patriots jerseys we saw in town. Oh, I, no doubt. No but doubt. this is the thing that blew my mind too, though. That's with it being in Vegas, and Vegas is such a tourist trap anyway. Dude, we saw Seattle jerseys. I mean, Seahawks jerseys. I'm just thinking off the top of my head. We saw Lions jerseys. Saw people wearing those. Saw people wearing Cowboys jerseys. So they're going to Vegas, maybe not necessarily to just watch the Raiders and the Patriots who was playing, but because it is a tourist thing. Well, the sports betting, you know, I mean, that that's, you know, I know there's, there's some, some uh, I know Nathan Perry, uh, specifically has gone out to, uh, to Vegas for, um, I didn't know that. That's awesome. The first, uh, the opening round of the, I think it's the opening round of the NCAA basketball tournament. Um, I know, I know they did it one year and I, I feel like Cameron Beeman was part of that trip too, but I think that'd be an interesting, you know, have him come in one morning and talk about that as the tournament approaches like that would have to be, um, but yeah, I mean, for me and, uh, you know, I, I've been very fortunate to go a lot of cool places, but I wonder if it's almost too much, you know, well, I, dude, like I said, I didn't even know about the PGA thing until you told me, but the Vegas golden Knights were in town. Wow. They played a yeah. game. The, uh, I mean, dude, like I said, the Raiders, the golden Knights, NASCAR's in town. PGA had their event there. You too is bringing in 20,000 people a night for their residency. Katy Perry is bringing in, I believe I heard 13, 14,000 people a night for her residency. Vegas, it, it really, it's just an amazing thing. And then on top of it, like you said, the sports books, dude, Sunday, we got up a little bit late because we stayed out late Saturday, mm. but we got up a little bit late on Sunday and uh, went to the Bet MGM. Uh, one, they've actually got two or three different books there, but we went to one of them, I think at the Aria and uh, dude, just had a blast, man. I ended up sitting there for about four or five hours and, you know, uh, made some good bets. I got, I, I don't even know. I was about to knock on wood, dude. Uh, your boy, uh, Brian, uh, brought it home, dude. How many times can you say you come back home with more money in your pocket than you left with? And that was absolutely the case. You know, when I was, when I was peeling off those hundred dollar bills oh, and slapping them down, snap. uh, and Linda saw them, uh, Did she you started... make it rain. <laughs> <laughs> sprinkle. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. I made it sprinkle a little bit, but, uh, well, by the way, that was a U2 line, by the way, I don't know from a uh, bullet, the blue sky, peeling off those hundred dollar bills. Uh, slapping them down. Nice uh, reference. Yeah, nice you, reference. You. Well, nice true reference. U2 fans got it from Joshua tree, true but uh, it true is, too. it is what it is, but. Man, we just we had a blast. I know Linda's looking forward to it. That's where we're going to have our honeymoon in January. Is it's, uh, that's a little unusual. Yeah, it's usually the bachelor parties in Vegas, and <laughs> the honeymoon is elsewhere. But that's where she wants to go. And you know what? If if mom was it the old saying, if you mama know, ain't happy, nobody's happy. There you go. So. Or if I say I was going to do the positive flow on that, if mama's happy, everybody's happy. So well, you're a cup half full guy, bro. Yeah, there you go. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to end. Uh, I think Michaela. So I think Michaela came back with more money than she. Well, I don't know if it was more money than she went with, but. Um, so <laughs> she'll, she'll, she'll kill me for sharing this, but um, oh, I love it. Please continue. The last, uh, her last trip out there, um, she sits down at a slot machine at 
I don't know. It was in the airport, I'm pretty sure, I think at her gate. Yeah. And <laughs> won like 600 bucks or something. But it, Wow. So I'm like, she texts me and says, I won $600. And I texted her back and said, get up and walk away <laughs> right now. Did like, she? no one, I, I, I think she may have put a touch more in, but yeah. yeah. But the leave, you know, on a winning hand, that's pretty. That's pretty strong. But it's a uh, that is the amazing thing in Vegas too. That uh, every gate, because I, I told you before we uh, started the show today, we flew out on Delta. We came back on Southwest. Those are completely different gates. Tons of machines everywhere. And I, like I said, I finished so far. I actually finished ahead gambling too. No, I mean, because uh, I like slot machines, dude. And Man, I mean, I'm never, I, I'm so odd. Like, I've never, you know, played. I've never bought a lottery ticket. I've never, my only gambling experience, I was in New Orleans and uh, some buddies were going to a riverboat casino and they're like, hey, man, you got to come. You got to join us. And I was like, I have no idea. I have no, no desire. And they're like, well, I mean, if you come, there's a free buffet. And you're like, hey, look, I can't pass that up. So I go, and there you they play three-card poker. Yeah. And so, and I'm so clueless. But in three-card, at, at this specific place, you're not allowed to touch the cards with both hands. I have no – it was bizarre. Yeah. So we, I sit down. I think the buy-in was like, I don't know, 10 bucks or whatever. I play one hand and I win $300. And, and I was like, okay, I want to cash out. And my buddies were like, no, man, you can't cash out now. I was like, buddy, they don't build boats or casinos off people that sit and play all day. 50-story buildings. No, sir. Yeah. No, sir. You, uh, if you hit, you, you walk away. Well, um, let me clearly say, though, that was an exception to the rule because Linda and I cruise, I've cruised 10 or 12 times. I have never left a cruise with more money than I've gone there. So, uh, so, so this was an exception to the rule. So, I'm not trying to say that this happens every time, okay? So net totality, you're oh, not dude, up. Dude, I'm down thousands. <laughs> if not, well, I wouldn't say 10. I'm probably down altogether tens of thousands, but but that's over a 25-year period, too. But it was just it was awesome. Whatever, that, whatever helps you sleep at night. <laughs> there you go. But it was just awesome to come back home and – just say, oh, two, I'm not going to show you right now because it's still. Do you have any tattoos? I, I, I do. You do? Well, I got a new tattoo. Did you know that? I'm, I'm, I'm proud of you. <laughs> got a new tattoo. Uh, uh, Jonathan did too. But it's still, it's under the whatever. Protective wrapping. Yeah, and everything. Don't, well, I, don't happen until Christmas. <laughs> well, I got to wait one more day. So when you're back in here next, next week, week, I'll show it off Gun to show, you. Gun okay? show, baby. Gun show. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> exactly. But, I, dude, and I'm not a tattoo guy. I mean, I got the Virginia one four years ago when they won the national championship. So I got my first one at age 50. I got my second one at age 54. And it was fun, man. We uh, Anyway, we'll save that story. We're, I can't believe. As we always do, we're at the end of our hour, dude. Uh, so uh, one thing that I, I mean, cause we really haven't, uh, so it's really great when your favorite team is off. Yeah. Like, yeah. So this, this past weekend, the pirates played on Thursday. So Saturday, um, I, I, it was my day off work. Bell and I were hanging out 
Michaela and Lily Grace went to go see the Taylor Swift movie, so I got to. Wait, know, but you didn't. Why didn't you go to the Taylor um, Swift movie? Yeah, well, it, it, I, my understanding is it was tremendous, but <laughs> I got to post up in my chair and watch college football, and so I watched the uh, the Washington Oregon game, which was a, a great game. But um, in the evening, I watched uh, UNC versus uh, Miami. Uh, the Tar Heels versus the Hurricanes, and um, I, I I told Randy Kelly yesterday. I said uh, if I were Drake May, I would sue the NCAA because them holding Tez uh, Walker out for what the first five games of the season could very well have cost him the Heisman Trophy because. I don't know if you saw any of that. I did not. That did kid not. caught three touchdowns against Miami Saturday night. And, I mean, any time he wanted, he was going by them like they were standing still. You know, I think he's, you know, six foot two, runs a four, you know, he's incredibly fast and big. And, uh, you know, it, it's um, – I'll never – I didn't realize he was going to be that good. I mean, I, I you know I knew all the controversy and everything of them holding him out, but I didn't realize he was going to be that good. No, he was he was tremendous. I mean, yeah, he catches three touchdown passes, and then in the waning moments of the game, Miami tries an onside kick and he recovers the onside kick too. I was like, man, you talk about uh, 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 a debut that was uh, that was legendary there. But um, I, I know we're out of time, but next week. That's what I was going to te- te- tease me for next I'm week. I'm going to tease you on this one. So, two weeks ago at the uh, Sanderson, a guy named Luke List won uh, on the PGA Tour. Remind me to share my Luke List story with uh, with the audience next week. Okay. It, it's an entertaining one. So uh, I look forward to that. Well, listen, Mike Martin, thank you for helping me uh, break back in uh, after six days off and sleeping in. and. Uh, you know, I, I had forgotten this, but, you know, being three hours behind ahead, no, being three hours behind in, uh, hey, baby, uh, being three hours behind in uh, Vegas, you know, when we would sleep in until 7.30, 8 o'clock, that was really 10.30, 11 o'clock here, right, you know, yeah, so yeah. I've got to admit, man, uh, it's been a, it's been a, yesterday was a little bit tough trying to get reacclimated to everything, and although, like I said, I, no, and I mean this in all sincerity. Knowing you were coming in, I knew you're gonna, you're gonna. If I'm struggling, you're gonna help me carry. I mean that in a good way, dude. I don't have to worry about you know. Well, is Mike gonna have anything to talk about? Because I know better, dude. I've always got something to talk about. <laughs> I love it, man, dude. Love you too, buddy. Love you, brother. Be hey, good, man. man. Thank you so much, dude. I might see you this afternoon. Okay, at uh, at, at the Kenson Teens, and hey, you know, you never know. I might ride out to. Uh, LCCs for some volleyball. Who Please knows? do, man. That would be awesome, dude. That'd be awesome, man. Uh, do you want my tickets for a Saturday's game? Or I, I got some tickets, but I'll okay. uh, I'll be uh, selling cars like candy bars. <laughs> All right, brother. Be good. Love you, man. That is Mike Martin. Uh, as we're wrapping up our first hour here on today's show, we are going to be joined here. In fact, I've already been messaging with her. Coach Shelly Barnes over at Lenore Community College. She will be joining us here in just a few moments here on the show. But again, I want to thank Mike Martin uh, for joining us here in our first hour, our first day back since last Wednesday. You, my friend, are listening to The Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College.